Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WTF podcast. It's week 14 for What the Football, and boy, do we have a lot to cover today. My name is Terry Fletcher. So I just read that Cole Beasley, remember him, wide receiver? He's expected to come out of retirement to sign with the Buffalo Bills practice squad. I'm telling you, it's not just in in football uh, fantasy. It's everywhere. They're really needing some wide receivers. And as we push towards the middle of December football and into January, trying to get to the postseason, that's what you're going to start seeing. But let's get to some of the, <laughs> I hate to call it the absurdities, but some of the what the football moments around the league week 14. And let's just start with Thursday night football. I mean, last week was ridiculous. We had Baker Mayfield in Los Angeles. He's been there. It's discrepancy between 36 and 48 hours. But let's just say he probably didn't have a good grasp of the playbook. And what did he do? He had a walk-off win. And again, he just threw it to uh, Justin Jefferson in the end zone, and they won their game. It, it was funny because that's who I picked up that day as my wide receiver in fantasy because I had somebody that uh, got hurt. So it was quite the, the game. If you watched it, you just couldn't believe he was doing that again after not even probably knowing some of the guys' names, maybe saying, hey, number seven or number 15, I'm throwing to you next. But it was really an exciting game to see and probably one that he will not forget ever. Now, I don't know how many of you saw the Carolina game, but the player in that game, there was a catch between his legs where he never got his hand on the ball, but the ball never touched the ground. It kind of reminded me of Bryant from the Pittsburgh Steelers a long time ago. But he caught the le- he caught it between his legs, rolled over, and it was ruled a catch. So talk about a what-the-football moment in the Carolina Seahawks game. And yes, they ended up winning that game. Um, 30 to 24. It was kind of an interesting Sunday because the Chiefs, they they won over the Broncos 34-28. But we had several quarterbacks, not just Mitch Trubisky of the Steelers, that came in after Kenny Pickett uh, apparently went down with a head injury. I think it was that second bounce after uh, he was kind of sat, he was running away to try not to be sacked and ended up getting sacked and try to get some extra yardage and his head bounced on the back out. We haven't heard anything this week as far as what is still going on with him. So I guess we're going to basically assume he's still in concussion protocol. But we had several uh, quarterbacks that also threw three interceptions. So Trubisky was one. Tom Brady was another one, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, Geno Smith, again in um, Seattle, and everybody lost except the Chiefs. They actually came back at 34-28 to win their game, but they, because they've got Patrick Mahomes doing weird things and pushing balls down the field, no-look passes, if they didn't have him, it would have been a pretty big blowout because they were playing the Broncos, and the Broncos also had their backup quarterback in. And I don't know if you saw it, but, you know, CBS, Fox, whatever station you are, you know, you you have to give, you have to be careful with what you air. As soon as he got hit, he went down and he was out. I knew it. I knew it. Now, I have a medical background. He was absolutely out. I knew that he had lost consciousness. Um, Even my husband's like, he's he's not moving. And I was like, oh, shoot. They actually... Um, 
put the camera right in his face and you can see that he was just opening his eyes. You guys, he's got a family. He's got a wife. He's got kids. Stop doing that. That's that's a that's a what the football are you thinking? So don't do that. But we had some definitely concussed between Pickett, between Russell Wilson, which I think his huge hit to the head, plus he has a huge knot where you can see it on his temple that uh, he's probably not going to be playing uh, this week, uh, next week, I should say, coming into the game. He just, it was, it was gross just to see that. Um, the Jets lose to Buffalo after James White gets hurt. Flacco comes in and he throws two interceptions. Now, the weather wasn't great. You know, it was that sleet you find in, in Buffalo, but Honestly, it was interception city for the NFL week 14. There wasn't a quarterback that seemed that did not throw an interception in a game and some multiple, as I mentioned. So, you know, there's also a question too, that comes up quite a bit or it's come up this week. And there was even a a small poll that was done. Thank God Tomlin doesn't listen to polls of who should start a quarterback. If Kenny can't go in, should it be Mitch Trubisky or should it be Mason Rudolph? Come on, people. (laughs) Trubisky, he's very aggressive. I'm not happy that his vision when he then the same exact play to Pat Fryermuth, uh, when we got down into the red zone was to throw it down the middle and not see in his peripheral who was around him. But he got us down to the red zone. I mean, think about that. He, he goes all the way down the field. His throws are on target, except again, for those three interceptions, the one he threw up in the air uh, that was ill advised. The one that bugs me the most was the second one. The first one, you're like, oh, shoot, we had such momentum. The second one, you're like, are you kidding me right now? Talk about what the football, even the announcers are like, I, he did it again. The third one, I was like, this isn't going to be good. And he threw it a little bit short. But who would I want in there? And, you know, if, if it's not uh, Kenny, it, it's Mitch. So um, I, just, I just don't think that's a conversation. Remember who's getting first team reps at practice, who's, who's actually um, getting the backup reps. And, you know, if you're Mason, you're probably either getting no reps or dealing with the practice squad. And do we really want to do that? No, we don't want to do that. And also, I know you hate to, want to hear this, but they're paying Mitch $8 million. So that's going to be a factor there as well. Uh, Tom, Tampa Bay. <laughs> so Tom Brady. Now, I know some of you, I, I think he's the GOAT. I do. There's. I, I wasn't a fan of his when he was in New England because obviously AFC team. But he's, I mean, he's 45 years old. He's been in the league, what, 24 years now. And he does, they're still first in the South NFC division. They're six and seven because he lost. Boy, did he lose his butt to the 49ers. And it was actually with Brock Purdy. They called him Mr. Irrelevant. I think now they have to call him relevant since Jeremy Garoppolo is down right now with injury. But there was, he also threw the three interceptions, as I mentioned, One of the guys that caught it, one of the defensive backs, Dre Greenlaw, he actually went up to Brady after the fact, asked him to sign the football that he threw to him from the interception. And Brady was a good sport. I mean, to me, I'd look at him like, what the, yeah, dude, yeah. But you know what? Brady was a good sport. He's been around a long time. These are young guys. But here's the thing. Read the room. So Dre says to him, he goes, oh, I was total fangirl. I saw it at his post presser. He goes, I was a fangirl. I went up to him. I was oh, I was giddy. He goes, but he was such a cool dude. This is also what he said to him. And to me, this is a total what the football no-no. He goes, man, I've been watching you since I was two years old. Do you think Brady really wants to hear that at 45 years old and still playing? I don't think so. So if, if there's 
there's nothing that makes you feel older than somebody saying, hey, I've been watching you since birth. So you know what? <laughs> Read the room. Oh my goodness. So then in Miami, Miami at Chargers, this was an interesting game. So Miami running back fumbled. Uh, he And then Tyreek Hill picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown. It, it was, I'm like, where's the ball? And all of a sudden it just landed in Tyreek's hand. And it, <laughs> here's another thing in Miami. Miami ended up losing that game anyway, but here's a, here's the thing in Miami. You guys are a little bit spoiled out there. Now I'm in California and it's been cold here. Actually, we woke up this morning to 37 degree weather. Now remember, we don't have ice scrapers or anything. So if there's any frost on our cars, we're using our credit card to try and scrape that off. Sunny, but cold. Now I think it's up to 49 and we're, we're freezing out here. I've, I've spaced space heater uh, in my office right now. But here is what cracks me up. And this is totally WTF. Miami had space heaters on their visitors bench in LA. And we were 55 degrees that night when they were playing there. And this weekend, they go to Buffalo, which is absolutely expecting rain, sleet, snow and uh, weather about in the 20s, maybe in the teens. Yeah, I don't think any of those heaters are going to help your players. You might want to get them used to the conditions. Otherwise, you're going to have the same loss that you had this past weekend. Now, I know everybody wants to anoint the Cowboys as, oh, they're this fantastic team. They're not doing bad. I mean, in the NFC, they're not doing bad. But when you only win 27-23 and the Texans, by playing the Texans who have one win this year, you know, Houston is terrible. They're absolutely terrible. So look at who you're playing before you start saying, hey, you know, we're, we're this, you know, we're roosters. We're doing this. You won by four points against a terrible team at home. So you might, and Dak also did not do his best. So think about that. But on the flip side, the Eagles, I think they're headed for the Super Bowl. If I was going to make a prediction, they're the first team in. You know, they're now 11 and what is it, 11 and 1, 12 and put 12 and 1, somewhere around there. But they won 48 to 22. 48 to 22. That is absolutely crazy where they're at right now. And, and good for them. I think it's great for Philadelphia. I actually just checked their 12 and 1. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Invincible. Um, with Mark Wahlberg. Such a great movie and it was all about the Philadelphia Eagles and I'm a Steelers fan but I'm definitely a fan of that movie and if you ever get a chance to go watch it it's a great football movie and you'd probably understand a little more about what they're feeling when it comes to their record and just where where the the Eagles are right now so that was kind of a cool thing. The Bengals beat the Browns 23-10 so we were happy with that but it would have been really nice if we could have beat the Ravens, I, I think this was such a painful loss. You know, oh my gosh, the fact that we only lost by two points, we missed a field goal because it was blocked. So special teams screwed it up. We missed with the three interceptions that ended up being uh, a, a, what was that? A, a 12 point swing. I mean, it just, or even, I think it was actually 10, but I, it, they didn't play well. And we were again with their backup. They didn't have Lamar Jackson. So that was very disappointing. It was a game we absolutely should have won. I believe we would have won if Kenny was healthy. And I hope he is going to be healthy moving forward. But it, it was just so it was just so disappointing. I'm, I'm still just kind of reeling from it. And we can't blame everybody wants to blame the defense. No, you have to look and see when you turn the ball over three times, and you also miss a field goal, look at the two point difference. 
we were in the red zone. We, we, if we get the field goal, we win by a point. So there are, I mean, I know there's a lot of if, ands, or buts, but that's what you have to look at. Now, who's on a winning streak? This is kind of surprising. The Lions, they won last three. They actually could sneak into the postseason after starting off, what was it, one and six? They're now uh, seven and six. And so they're 34-23 over the Vikings. That wasn't helpful, even with Kirk Cousins putting up fantasy numbers in the 40s. Um, but they, it was interesting just to see how they're, because they were on hard knocks, just to see how they're finally evolving. And sometimes it just gets late in the season, and, and that's where people are. The Monday night football game, Patriots 27-13 over the Cardinals. Cardinals lost Cardinal, Kyler Murray. It seems like every quarterback is going down, and they're, they're not, it's not pretty. So uh, he had a non-contact injury of the knee, and uh, I guess we're going to know more about that this week, but we didn't hear anything. And then the Patriots scores, a lot of them were in the, on the defense. So because Mac Jones, I don't know if you saw this, but their quarterback. <laughs> so they have, which I don't understand how um, Matt Patricia went back to the Patriots after being the head coach in Chicago. And when he was at the Patriots before, he was the defensive coordinator. Then they brought him back in as the offensive coordinator. And him and Mac Jones, Mac Jones waved him off. I mean, harshly on camera. I don't, I think that they would have hoped that three minutes or that three seconds wouldn't have been on camera. But, and then he was screaming last week, run the ball, run the ball. So it doesn't seem like Matt Patricia is very good at offense. He just, they wanted him back on the staff. So it'll be interesting to see if he actually keeps his job after this season. Um, Matt Canada, you know, we're just... When I say we, you know, I'm talking about the Steelers, which is so predictable. I think this last game was actually better when you look at what was set up for Mitch Trubisky coming in for Kenny, because obviously there was a pivot there, but it, it's, he, I just hope he's not there next year. I'm going to, I'm just going to say it. I've been saying it for a while and it just, uh, he doesn't sit well with me. But let's hope that now with the Steelers, we have to actually win out for Tomlin to get his non-losing season, which seems like that's kind of what we're playing for. Believe it or not, we are still in the hunt. I can't believe we actually are still in the hunt based on the AFC look and the standings. Um, it actually helped us for the Raiders to lose by that one point. Oh, that had to be painful for Raider fans. I mean, just at the end, just to lose by one point, ouch. And one thing that I thought was really funny <laughs> in the AFC playoff picture. So the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Titans, um, they are all division leaders right now. Well, the Bills as well. With Bills at 10-3, Chiefs at 10-3, Ravens 9-4, and Titans at 7-6. Wish we were in the South. The wild card, Bengals, um, Dolphins, and Chargers. And then, yes, we're at the bottom of the hunt. But it's funny because they flashed something on the Monday Night Football uh of who's in the hunt, the AFC playoff pitcher, and they didn't put it in the hunt. They put loitering. I just thought that was the funniest way to put it. That's a great saying. I think I want a t-shirt that says that who's loitering to get into the playoff postseason. So we have to win out. We need a lot of help, even if we do win out and let's just pray for some more wins. So everyone make it a great rest of your week, make it a great day. And we are on to Carolina. So talk to you next week. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. 